pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran and this is One Life Left. Wait, that's not how we do it. It's not how we do it. I was mixing it up. Long. I was mixing it up. Long. I've had a disaster you've, already. You've been away. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. For long enough. That's why he doesn't know how to do this anymore. He's broken. <laughs> um, so we follow uh, Lewis Schaefer and his gang. Yeah. And... Um, Ordinarily, when we come in, like there's, there are a lot in there. Sort of, it's a zoo radio type thing, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes the earphones are a little bit warm. What were they today? Well, I just put them on my bottom on my water bottle. Oh, no. I put the pads on there. <laughs> no, but try it, try it. I, I, so I placed them around the bottle there, like yeah. that, just to sort of cool them down, okay. and then I hoped to sort of cleanse it. Now put them on. It feels horrible, <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't that feel really horrible? Oh, Cold- that- Mm. I'm doing that again. I'll be enjoying Louis Schaefer's warm ear <laughs> temperatures. Good. Welcome back, Simon. Thanks. How's it going? It's really, really good to see you. It's going well. It's good. going well. Uh, it's What's going been happening? Well, Anne uh, got pre-married. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you know what? I've had a busy week. Okay. Passed my driving test. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, had my hen party. Congratulations. Thank you. Turned 32. Congratulations. Thank you. I think that's it. Okay. Um, first time driving test? Second. Okay. Any hairy moments? No, only three minors. <laughs> what, crossing the road? Where are you up north? <laughs> Isn't that what you call it when you get a little fault? Uh, things have, things have changed dramatically. Oh. So I had a man in front of me with a flag when I did my test. What? Yeah, that's how they used to drive cars. Were you learning to fly an aeroplane? <laughs> no. Uh, okay, that's great. Have you, uh, have you driven anywhere yet? No. Where's, where's the first place you're going to drive to? Scotland. Is it? Not to Scotland. I'm going to go to Scotland and then I'm going to drive around in Scotland. Okay, watch out, people of Scotland. When, yeah. are, you, when are you going to be doing that? A couple of weeks. Excellent. You know uh, they drive on the other side of the road there. Of course, Steve. I'm going to look this up. Just checking. I mean, just, yeah. Uh, what have you been up to, Steve? Uh, I have been working on my Nordic game talk, which debuts this Thursday in... Sharp. Give us a preview. Malmur. Tell us a line from it. Come on. Well, the first line yeah. is a rude word. Is it? it is. Which, wor- which which one? Uh, I would say it would be the uh, th- second or third rudeness. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, the second or third I'm, rudest. Yeah. What? So in. The so it's just, just like dipping your toe into the rudeness. The reason I'm unsure of second or third is because I'm, I'm thinking maybe I don't know them all. And it's nice to get okay. a little bit of flexibility. Um, and the second word is also rude. So from there... Um, I uh, so in your scale of rudeness though, so so the the first one in is least rude, yeah, the B word I'd say B L. No, the first is the rudest. Is it straight in? Okay, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, well, I mean, you could probably even say it now at four minutes past seven on a Monday night. I'm, you I'm not going to try. Definitely, you know, if I was to punch you in the face, you might have a B L nose. Oh 
okay, yeah. yeah. And Simon, since I saw you last, yes. you said you've been in three different countries. Let me, let me tell you where I've been. Uh, the first show I couldn't do was uh, I was in Toronto for yeah. two nights. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Enjoyed that very much. Well done. Uh, then I went straight from there to uh, Great Yarmouth. Caravan Is holiday. that a different country? The, the Principality. Exactly. Caster <laughs> <laughs> Haven Holiday Park. Uh, it was good. So um, but both times I was travelling with the Switch. It's changed everything. So uh, Toronto, I was uh, playing, 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 on, playing on the plane. Uh, Switch, Caravan, just bought it there and Dexter could play Mr. Shifty. Nice. She liked a Mario Kart, just to keep him entertained. Um, and then I went to Greece, where I uh, was there to see my family, who were over there. And I went. I didn't go for very long. Took the switch, obviously. Um, flight was delayed twenty-seven hours returning. That's twenty-seven hours over a day, isn't it? it didn't matter <laughs> to me though. I was Mario Kart and Zelda. I had the internet. I was perfectly happy. You, the switch has changed everything. How did you charge it? Well, I sat in an airport. When I have plugs in Greece. Ooh. I know. You don't have to put it in a dock to charge it then. You do not, Anne. No, you really regret. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of, obviously, I have to declare that uh, my switch is a company switch. It's a One yep. Life Left Limited switch. Steve's got a company switch as well. Mm. If we ever leave the company, you've got to return the property. It's been <laughs> marked. Do we have to have them tested? In, in, we do. Pat tested. Pat tested. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Anne's got the PlayStation VR. How's that going? <laughs> I tell you, I'd look like an idiot sat in Rhodes Airport with a PlayStation <laughs> VR. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Uh, how do we start the show? We haven't got a guest, have we? Not today. Okay. That's what's missing. Right. Yeah, I knew there was something. Okay. Well, it's a good job we've had a lot to catch up on. Do we have it? any news? Oh, Steve, we've always got news. on Monday the 15th of May. I'm Anne Scanthabry and this is the news. Square Enix is selling off Hitman developer IO Interactive. It said in a note to investors to maximise player satisfaction as well as market potential going forward. We are focusing on our resources and energies on key franchises and studios. As a result, the company has regrettably decided to withdraw from the business of IO Interactive Interactive as of March 31st, 2017. Square Enix is currently looking for investors, but it seems that if one can't be found, the studio will close. That is a surprise. Is, it, is this the first time you've heard this? Yeah, it is. Right. How do you feel? Live. Uh, let, let, let's ask Steve live now as he reacts. Like, just call like, me Steve. You did a little bit call him Steve. Steve as he really... Yeah, I did. Steve. <laughs> That's what I do yeah, now. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Should we have a little reintroduction section? So, oh, start, uh, that's um, a real shock. And I've got a lot of friends at IO Interactive and um, they'll all do fine because they're all brilliant people. But yeah, wow, that's that's a surprise. And Hitman's been doing great recently, hasn't it? How do you know this? That it's been doing great? Yeah. Because uh, I've just heard lots of positive things about it. From whom? From my friend. Oh. No, no, I'm not saying no, that. No, no, no. no, I, no. I think it's really lot. interesting because I, actually it's very difficult to know. Uh, yeah, so uh, when I say well. it's, been doing, it's been doing well, I don't necessarily mean commercially. What I mean is I was never interested in the Hitman franchise, but I've heard really, really good things about the most recent one and a lot of good things about the uh, the mobile version as well. Hitman Go. Yeah, plus it's got a movie. So, exactly. You know, it must be brilliant. Yeah. Uh, did they mention where, where Hitman resides? In terms of the property rather than the character? Uh, yeah, I he think... in the Hitman house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's with... Uh, I.O. Yeah. So there's a possibility of Hitman games emerging from other publishers. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a surprise. Although clearly, it, ha- I mean, it happened ages ago, didn't they? Kept that secret. They did. They did. And I then I thought, wait, if I miss... Of, is this old news? But no, it's new news. New news. Um, yeah, and there's no uh, sign that IO are going to close or anything, no. is there? So they are focusing on their other things that they do. Which are? They do two... No, wait, no. IO. Yeah. Uh, no, they mostly just do Hitman. <laughs> That's basically it. Right. Yeah, well, you know, fingers crossed. Uh, I didn't get on with the new Hitman. I found it a little bit, a little bit fiddly. So it was episodic. It was. It was in the first for the uh, franchise. It was an episodic game. Yeah, just like um, so Square had, had a lot of success with. Uh, mm. It had some interesting ideas though, didn't it? Do that. Do some sort of 
one time kills or something Did, where you've yeah, only, you know timed it's timed it's ti- yes you, uh, exclusive contract or something wasn't it um and it's like the special day of the week only and there over the weekend you had to kill a man we had to do that yeah it's quickly it's the only time you've got to do it really I'm busy when you're busy I do one life left on Mondays don't I (laughs) Google has acquired VR studio Alchemy Labs the job simulator developer made the announcement last week in a blog post saying it will continue to make content for the many platforms it develops for under the direction of Google Google's engineering director of VR and AR explained that together the teams will be uh, will be working to create engaging immersive and developing uh, immersive games and developing new interaction models across many different platforms to continue bringing the best VR experiences to life, which is a shame because we usually prefer those unengaging, non-immersive VR games. Good choice, Google. Yeah, beefing up the Daydream platform, I guess. Probably the best VR developer. I certainly think Job Simulator really gets yeah, VR. Yeah, one of the most successful as well. Yeah, understands it has to be playful and uh, is fun. Isn't there a Rick and Morty Job Simulator? Don't spin-off? know. Don't know, There's Steve. a Rick and Morty VR game that they did. Right. Yeah. Okay. Is it Job Simulator? I don't know if it's a Job... We don't know, Steve. No, we don't know, Steve. I clearly don't know either. Maybe write in and tell us. Yeah, do. Did you do. play Job Simulator, Anne? No, but many other v- uh, PlayStation VR... Uh, owners did because it it made three million dollars in revenue from psvr yeah did it or was it not really three million on playstation vr yeah i didn't buy it yet uh dexter has been enjoying the demo what of job simulator yeah is the demo in the office in the is it the same as the pc demo i I don't know i've not played the pc in a cubicle it is and you can make coffee you can throw just throw, throw stuff around yeah it's yeah, the it's one that. where the very first thing uh, that Lisa, uh, my partner, did was she went into the office and she picked everything up and then threw it on the floor. Right, exactly. And then she felt guilty and, <laughs> and picked it all back up and put it on the shelves again. Then ate all the donuts. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a great game. Um, so well done to them. Uh, have you used a daydream yet, Simon? I've not, no. Uh, my phone is not compatible. I thought you were... I thought you were in the Google ecosystem. Uh, you're thinking of the other one, aren't you? Gear VR is what I, I was doing. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Don't make that noise about Gear of VR. Course. Apparently, no, no, that was oh, recognition. Oh, oh, oh. You can't, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I can't play Mike Bithell's game, can mm. I? What's that in? Earthshape, that's uh, Google Daydream. Oh, okay. But there's not loads of uh, phones that are compatible. There with are two yet. currently. With that, more, more to come. What's, I mean, that's uh, not a good what's good, about, what's good about Daydream? Well, it comes with a controller, um, which okay. was the thing that was uh, hampering some of the games on gear because you had the touch. Right. You know, everybody had the touch pad on the side as opposed to the controller. That, um, yeah, which, which, I mean, I haven't played with it, but apparently it's... What's the, what's the controller like? Uh, it it's like, like a little pad? Yeah, or? it's like a wand, but it, it's got like the Wii stuff in it, got so it. you can point virtually and you know all of that sort of stuff. And it's cool. It's quite cheap as well. It's under £100, Anne. Under? Under. What? Not 350 like my uh. place. I tried to turn that on like, over the weekend. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> oh, no. I've just got a sad uh, no HDMI connection uh, error on screen when there are literally HDMI, HDMI connections. Need to get it pat tested. <laughs> yeah. A man has been given a sp- suspended sentence for playing Pokemon Go. Russian YouTuber Ruslan Sokolovsky published a video of him playing the game in a local Orthodox church in August 2016. He was arrested shortly after. The video was a response to warnings that people should not play the game in churches. He was given a three and a half year suspended sentence for insulting religious believers and inciting ha- hatred. You know what, Russia, for some of us, Pokemon Go is religion. Is it though? Are you still in? Yeah, do you know what? What? Leveled up this morning. Okay. What am I, 26 now? I've dropped out <gasps> since the Easter event. Oh, uh, why? Which happened over Easter. I find this a lot with video games, mm-hmm. uh, especially free-to-play ones, that when I fail to uh, take advantage of of some kind of event like that and miss out, I feel a bit like, okay, well, that's that. Because mm. these things only come along every three or four months and I lose interest. So I missed, uh, for sort of some stupid clock-related reasons, I missed chance to evolve things, lost out on a lot of XP and was like, all right, well, never mind then. I haven't been back in since. Um, That'll teach them, won't it? Yeah, I know. They've probably noticed <laughs> the, the drop. Tapping the server was yeah. Steve. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I dropped out for several months before and maybe yeah. there'll be an event that grabs me back. But um, yeah, I haven't been back in. 
No, I'm still in. Easter. I'm Good. still in. Uh, on, on, over Easter, on the way to uh, Copenhagen to do karaoke, mm-hmm. I spent half an hour sat in the airport, put an egg on, <laughs> double XP doubled. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah. loads. Yeah, well it was done. So great. It was so great. Good. Uh... <laughs> Haven't been put in prison for it though, have I? Maybe I'm not playing hard enough. Mm. It's good, it was a good story, that. Yeah, it was... Good. <laughs> I've got nothing to contribute. I, I played it briefly five minutes at the start. and then. Uh... Do you ever play it in a church? No. Do you think you should play it in a church? It feels... I mean, I'm not deeply religious. It does feel rude, though. It does feel like a rude... Like a manners mm. thing rather mm. than a <laughs> religion. Russia's very big on manners. <laughs> <laughs> thinks that by the end of 2017, 40% of all console game sales will be downloads. This prediction was made in a financial call, the most interesting of all the calls. EA CFO Blake Jurgensen said that the company itself will probably lag behind the magic 40% because some of it, the games it sells, like FIFA, are bigger markets with slow internet speeds. EA forecasts that 29% of its full game sales will be digital downloads in the last financial year, but they were wrong. Guess what it was? Go on. Guess. What what was the base number? Twenty nine. They thought it was gonna be twenty nine. Yeah. Thirty seven. Twenty two. Thirty three. Damn. Okay. So, can we have another go? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, so yeah, it would be higher if people would sort out the pricing on digital downloads. Well, this is it. So what do they mean by that? Do they mean by value or by number or, or by units? What? Yeah. Mm. I'm a, I work in publishing what? now, Anne. <laughs> that by value or by unit? Yes. So what, how is that different? Well, because uh, so it's very different selling a hundred. So let's say that you're going to if you sell a hundred copies downloaded at forty dollars. Yeah. Or whether you sell four hundred. Well done. <laughs> Wait, is that correct? Or whether you no. would no, that's four thousand. <laughs> or whether you would sell uh, two hundred at twenty, or two hundred at thirty. Four thousand. What I'm asking is, are they judging it by number of downloads or by the money that they generate? Because a lot of their, um, a lot of their success mm. that they enjoy, for example, with something like Star Wars Battle, Battlefront, uh, two or three um, months after release, you know, it's sort of regularly 50 percent off. Uh, it came down. Like, you pick up the game of the year over Christmas, and don't tell anybody, but you could get it like for twelve ninety nine. What? I know it's too little. That's not. Even... There should be an option yeah. to overpay. I think on the PlayStation <laughs> Store. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so but there wasn't any indication on that then, was there? Because no, I, I wasn't on the call. But if I was, okay, how do you asked. get on a call? I don't know. Like, why do have you it, never done that? Do you think that they just give out the conference call I, number? Th- th- I'm, I'm almost certain that they have to. Are, do they have to? I would no. have thought so. Because of shareholders. Really? Yeah. Should we buy some shares? How much cash have we got? Enough. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing pretty well right now, Simon. <laughs> Two switches and a PlayStation VR. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, See, so, uh, how many games have you bought on your Switch, Steve? I've bought two, and I've bought them both physical. Physical, have because you? they seem to be, you know, 10, 15 quid cheaper physical than they are digital. Why is that? Uh, because people are scared of traditional retail. Mm. Uh, so they, the traditional retailers will not take the physical stock if you can buy it cheaper elsewhere okay. uh, ordinarily. I wondered whether it was that they were keeping the price of digital artificially high because they know this slow move to digital is going to happen eventually. And if they cut them too early, then they're basically cutting into their share um, rather than, you know, they they want to... So we've always been told uh, for a long time that the reason physical games cost this much is because a certain amount has to go to the retailer. Now, theoretically, it's, you know, you're selling more directly. But I guess the same share goes to Steam, goes to Valve, or goes to Nintendo in the case there. Um, so I'm running out of Steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, uh, uh, there's been a lot of discussion about what you should do with Zelda, and you know, on the on the subreddits, mm-hmm. I'm sure I, I, I see you there all the time. <laughs> um, you know, people would like the idea of always having Zelda on their machine without, and always having Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been tempting, I think, to go all digital on Switch. My con- my main concern really is that you're using um, expandable memory, and I've had a couple of uh, micro SD cards that have gone belly up, to put it politely. Oh um, and I'd worry. Imagine if that happened with your Zelda save game, Steve. I'd be think yeah, distraught, think wouldn't you? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, uh, I keep. I think the save games on the internal memory and the and the carts on the other. But that's good for EA, I think. And uh, you know, um, I think those games because we're playing games for a lot longer now. So the temptation to sort of buy, finish, get down CEX and uh, swap them over is greatly diminished. Um, and so you don't. I don't. Well, I I I've definitely seen a change in the way that I consider buying games in that. Actually, the, the well, two things: the convenience of having it digital, something like Star Wars Battlefront. We all watched the trailer, didn't we? Um, and then, secondly, if I buy it digitally, uh, me and my wife can play the same game <gasps> on our, on the two Playstations that we have. Naughty. It's, I mean, that that does. It's a, it's a little naughty, isn't it? Mm. Um, but can you play them at the same time? You can <gasps> if you designate one PlayStation as my official, uh-huh. and then Kate logs in on that one, and then I log, and then I tell. Star Wars that I'm elsewhere and I want to play and they go okay you can play it on that one that's all fine does seem naughty (laughs) (laughs) yeah and finally how would you like to be financially and contractually attached to a piece of virtual reality hardware for two years let's assume a positive reaction so this new story can move on HTC has set up a £35 per month over 24 months deal for buying a Vive straight off the shelf it costs £759 and with this it'll cost you £836-ish pounds. so you know you'll still be spending loads of money but it'll be loads of money in smaller amounts and if you can't afford to keep up with your monthly repayments don't worry you can live in the wonderful land of VR do you think this will convince more people to try VR? I think it's slightly too expensive. Uh, they should have bundled some software with it. I think, you know, like uh, every month you got a free game or something. Mm, so I was reading in that that you, with your Vive, you do get um, you get some free game experiences. I don't know if they're full game, some free VR experiences. Which Lots of those about at the moment. Yeah, which doesn't sound have like Have you seen the Chainsmokers one on the game. PlayStation Store? Have you done that? No. Chainsmokers. Why? Oh, there's a chance. Although yeah. actually, in London Heights, smoking was cool. Which is a chain smokers? They're a, a they're a band. Oh, this is a music experience. Very Blech. good. No, she don't turned, like it. She turned don't 32. Like it. It's it's over. Over. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. What is this a young person's thing? Yeah. I, I believe it is. <sighs> I'm out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, are you going to get a vibe? No. You've, you've well, you've. Yeah, Try VR now. now, and and you're gonna have to double down. Yeah, there you <laughs> are. Because <laughs> the only way be, out of this is you're, through. You're gonna be beginning to look stupid. Uh, uh, no, I'm not going to. I don't want to spend thirty five pounds a month on a bit of hardware that I'm going to use once every six months. I'd rather spend company money on something. Why don't you do that and let us know how it is? Uh, yeah. Well, we've already got one. Okay. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scanfordberry. One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. That was the news, and this is Cal Cal on my own. It's from chipmusic.org, where there's lots of brilliant chip music. You can go there, take a listen. But this is a better version, because it's got us talking over it. Simon's beatboxing. (laughs) Uh, Thumper's out on Switch on Thursday, isn't it? Have you seen? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Talking of music. Okay, I'm interested in that. That's a brilliant game. I've not played it. Uh, Apparently it's very good in VR. Have you played it in VR, Anne? Uh, no. I've played it in VR. Okay. Yeah, it's 
exceptional. Uh, it's one of my favourite VR experiences and my favourite games as well. Did you ever see Lightning Bolt with us at ATP? I don't know. The band that played on the floor, like, and it was really hard to see them. Like something I'd like. <laughs> but they were amazing. Okay. Uh, what are they in Thumper? Uh, they would. Uh, one of Lightning Bolt is one of uh, Drool who made Thumper. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And it's, it's, very it's funny how it all game. comes together, isn't it? It goes it around. We're a very well-plotted radio show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we are a radio show about video games, and this is where we would normally have a guest, but we'll I do, haven't thought this through. Okay. Because oh, yeah. I just assumed, oh, this is going to flow nicely. Do you know what actually happened in that little break? Instead of discussing what we were going to do in the next section of the show, Simon started undoing his shirt. Well, because Steve's got a heart rate monitor. I wanted to see how effective it was. <laughs> that is true, and we also established that you don't know... Um, didn't know about young people's bands. No, that was at the end of the section. Yeah, we, were we were on air. Well, I was undressing for Steve whilst you were emailing Jeff Minter. Yeah, that's true. Welcome to One Life Left. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Welcome to One Life Left. Uh, what are we going to do now? Uh, so I think we should chat through the Switch stuff now. A month, uh, a month and a bit in. A month in. Yeah. I almost brought mine. I today. mean, I carry mine around with me. Well, we could have played three-player Mario Kart. That's what I thought. We I genuinely thought. Why don't we just play Mario Kart for an hour? Genuinely thought that as we were, as we were walking in. Could could have done that uh, left it at home next week but I did take it to the cricket okay uh, last week went to uh, went to actually it was on Sunday and at the end of the match uh, match as all good cricket should fizzled out uh, it started raining and as the players came off I said don't worry don't worry I said to my cricket companion out my bag um, brought out a switch yep and uh, we played Mario Kart nice. at the Oval. Nice. It was beautiful. It was really, really good. And yeah, I, I think that was sort of living the Switch dream, or living the Switch pitch, at least, uh, which I didn't buy when, it, right, was, no, when it. it was, you know, when it was proposed. I was like, yeah, uh, I'm not an attractive girl <laughs> going to a party. That's not going to work for me. But it did work. It worked for me going to the cricket. So, so what you're saying is that uh, if they'd frame their advert as an old man sitting at, yeah, <laughs> sitting at the, sitting the Oval. Uh, yeah, for, for me, yesterday's family meal. We had, we had some young, some young uh, people there, Anne. Uh, you wouldn't recognise them anymore. Do they know what the chain smokers <laughs> they, they were, Yeah, so we had uh, Dexter and Talia, and uh, they're not interested in the grown-up conversations, are they? Talking about Brexit, politics and Talia stuff like now? that. Don't try and catch me out. She's 16, Anne, all right? Don't try and catch me out. I know that, uh, because uh, we had to give her a big present. Good. Um, they just, yeah, so Dex and Ty were playing Mario Kart, and it was good. It kept them entertained while we, while we got on with the important business, adult discussions. Um, I've, I've seen... Uh, <laughs> do you remember we got a guest on the show because I met him via Street Pass on the 3DS? Do you remember? I do remember yeah, that. So, <laughs> but um, what Nintendo did with the Street Pass was sort of bring back this sort of joy of travel, right, and then mm. opening up your... 3DS afterwards and seeing um, you know who you'd met and puzzle pieces and stuff like that and I felt uh, travellers become exciting again now like you can you see a few more switches out in the wild now and um, yeah you're sort of nudging each other or giving each other the switch nod and all of that sort of stuff <laughs> I, I yeah I mean for me I think um, it's it's genuinely um, it's delivered on everything they promised and 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 then some you know um, 27 hour flight delay uh, so I was in the airport. 10 hours uh, one day and then I think five waiting for the plane on the second day when I got back there and just the ability just to just entertain myself was absolutely wonderful. I think, um, so there's a lot of talk now about whether this marks um, a change in the uh, philosophy of making hardware in that up until now it's been all about um, the sort of graphics arms race mm -hmm. and now it's 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 about the convenience of, of sort of merging the two so this you know people have been speculating about whether the uh, future hardware from Sony and Microsoft may incorporate some of the things that we've seen in the Switch. It's possible Nintendo opted out of the sort of graphics hardware race a while ago I think because they realised they couldn't um, not that they couldn't compete, but if they compete, competed, there'd be a high probability that they'd lose, even if it was evens, it's one in three chance. They'd end up getting knocked out, so they took the battle onto their own terms, and that's why, what led us to the switch. And I think, though, right now, we are at a point where, I mean, <laughs> to a point, I think we say this every generation, but we are at a point where graphics have topped out. Uh, it's it's not just to do with the sort of fidelity of the graphics, but the investment required to produce 
those graphics. So the games that take advantage of uh, 4K, at least the sort of big epic um, photorealistic games, are going to take so long to produce, it's going to be so huge budgets, uh, that only a few of them will be able to exist uh, a year, like ultimately. Uh, which means the games that are interesting, at least to me, the games that are exciting, there's no need for a PlayStation Pro. There's no need for a 4K machine, the new Xbox, what's it called? Scorpio. Um, so I'm, I'm completely fine. I've seen uh, people in comment threads and on on the re- on the subreddits. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen them getting I'll, I'll angry about you know, oh, you know, the the Switch has just got it's just the specs are rubbish. The specs are rubbish. It just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And I look at Mario Kart, and it is a beautiful game. It really is. And Zelda's a, a beautiful game as well. It wouldn't benefit from uh, you know uh, higher processing power. Although, to that point, when I play Mario Kart, when I play... Um, there's a couple of the maps that are in the original Mario Kart, right? Yeah. Specifically, I can't remember what it's called, but the the uh, the sort of country one. Uh, 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 is it moon, Grasslands or Moon? moon grass like, yeah. something. There's definitely loads of grass. And I was playing it, and I was thinking, oh, it's really nice to see this map realised in... Uh, in, in, you know, this generation of console hardware, realised as if it's a real place. But then I thought about the gameplay implications, and there aren't any. Like, it is the same experience, identical experience to the experience that I was having 30 years ago. Uh, for better and for worse, it's really, it feels really, really comfortable, but it gives me nothing more um, than I got from that game, you know, <laughs> back on the Super Nintendo, which is interesting, I think. Uh, it's been a uh, it's been a good platform for small uh, teams as well. Uh, everyone right. I spoke to who's published a game on it uh, or developed a game for it, um, who's been prepared to tell me uh, <laughs> how they've done. Uh, they've done really well. I mean, so okay. Blaster Master Zero, um, I think it's called. Uh, I've not played that. Um, they publicly said it. Uh, they sold eighty thousand copies in the first week which is really healthy right um although they had they were saying they had a 35 man team which seemed a little excessive to me <laughs> what they were doing um and then a couple of others uh yes yeah, some of the high profile ones have done 150,000 in excess and that's really good you know because all the other platforms at the moment are so competitive that um yeah it's that's great but that's probably symptomatic of launch period right if you are on at the start of a of a consoles launch you tend to do pretty well uh, true but a lot of people had almost written switch off before it started mm-hmm. given some of the um problems that happened with the wii u so those that were bold i think have really sort of benefited from it um the other thing of course is that we are now seeing digital stores that have been designed right at the start to be digital storefronts which i don't believe some of the others are quite there they offer mm-hmm. functionality but i think behind the scenes they are pretty ropey um and, and it's really 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 easy to, to buy and to update and stuff like that so i i, I yeah i'm not sure i'll be interested to know because the the attach rate for zelda is uh, more than one copy per switch sold um which is crazy right that must be the first time that's ever happened yeah i would have thought so um uh i'm not sure what it is with mario Kart, but i'd love to know how much uh, people are spending on 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 the switch because part of the argument was well hang on you're gonna be 150 hours in zelda what's the point of, of putting anything else out but actually i think people have been uh really eager to sort of dip in and and play uh, different types of games on it I wonder if the attach rate of Tetris on the original right, Game, Game Boy, Boy yeah, yeah. It was, it was, was bundled. It always bundled? I don't think it was always bundled, no. But, but probably for a period, there'll be people who lost it. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Exciting. Anne, are you getting one? I mean, it sounds good. <laughs> it sounds good. Uh, sure. Sure. Oh, we can play. It's, we can have two split screen in tabletop mode. We can, you get one as well. There's six at your wedding. Six-player Mario Kart. Can we have a Switch table? I'm yeah, not yeah. doing tables, are you? No. Can we have a Switch corner? Yeah. We could bring a ho- we could bring Horry stands though. Bring our own and make our own table. <laughs> Good. You can't, you can't stop us making a table, <laughs> even at your wedding. You just try. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Local news. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left. Local news. Local hospitals are in disarray after a hacker gained control of their computer network and blackmailed them to regain access to their medical data. It is believed that prominent grey hat hacker and watchdog Aidan Pierce is the culprit. However, 
Mr. Pierce claims that he was actually trying to mess around with the traffic lights outside the hospital because the main plot was boring him so much. And due to the dodgy camera, he accidentally selected the hospital network. Dr. Mario, the spokesperson for the hospital, said that this was bound to happen as most of the hospital's operations are run through monochrome Game Boys, when other hospitals use sophisticated 3D systems or even the state-of-the-art switch operating tables that allow up to eight surgeons to competitively operate on one person at the same time. Thanks and back to your usual programming. Letters. Lots of letters this week. Loads of letters. Loads of them. Well done, everybody. Uh, shall I start? Do it. Hello, team. Hello, SSG. Uh, hmm. I've just about recovered from Eurovision, writes Robert Wells. I remembered a horse up a ladder, a man singing a duet with himself and a lot of fizzy wine. I do not remember the winning song at all. However, the Eurovision Game Jam is on right now. What would you make as a Eurovision game? I think I'd go for a balancing game where you only have 30 second postcard to build the most exciting set and then you have to watch as cameras bump into and pyros set on, set on fire. If your singer survives, you win to dismantle it and start on with the next country. Pip Pip, Robert. Good idea, Robert. Um, I saw that Eurovision game jam. Did you? Where was it? itch.io. Uh, thought it was a really, really good idea and well done to Adriel for organising that. But um, I think it's a little bit too open. I like rules, like rules. Okay. Uh, and I think that it'd be really good to see a Eurovision Jam next year where there were, you know, you looked for competitors before and there was one game from each country. Okay. Uh, maybe a theme as well, or maybe not. They just had to, you know, actually perhaps some rules like Eurovision has. So Eurovision, your song has to be under three under three minutes, 30 seconds, I think. Yeah. Um, and the, your songs used to have to be sung in your home, uh, your own language. That's not the case anymore. But they have to be written by people from. Is that right? The con- yeah. Yeah. I, I, I. But I would love to see yeah. a game jam set up with those rules, yeah. and then at the end of the game jam, voting from all of the countries yeah. as well, and then a reveal. I think that'd be really, really fun. Who um, would be uh, the UK's celebrity score giver? <laughs> oh, it'd have to be it'd have to be a, a, a Martin Hollis, wouldn't it? Yeah, this? Martin. <laughs> That'd be great. Wearing yeah. shades and smoking. Yeah, exactly. There's I, I can think of loads of brilliant, brilliant European game devs uh, to get involved. You know, you'd, you'd have to you might have to have country eliminations. We'd have to have like a UK song for Europe type oh, thing yeah, with, yeah. with Bithel going up against Marshall. <laughs> be awesome. Wow. Maybe we should have. Yeah, we should. Maybe we should have. Stop talking about it now. Let's do. <laughs> let's 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 definitely not do it later. Let's let's not get round to doing it later. Yeah, that sounds like us. Uh, listener question writes Matt Hogg. He says hi, Anne, Rob, and the others. Um, right. As Matt, when was the last time Matt listened to uh, One Life Left? Well, that would have been. So we've been doing this eleven years. So when did we start? Two thousand and six. Right. It's- so. Okay. Maybe, maybe 2006, 2007. Quite a lot's happened since then, hasn't okay. it, Matt? That's not quite a bit, Matt. Well, actually, Matt, uh, thanks for the letter, but um, we, we genuinely cannot read out its contents. It's illegal. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> just ripping up letters. Feels a bit... No, it's, it's safe. safe. <laughs> Simon safe. didn't want to do it. it. Playing it safe. Imagine uh, if someone comes in on the next show, they find a letter. Oh, let's read this no. out. You're not allowed to. No, you're not. I mean, you're really not allowed to read out about that subject right no. now. Uh, dear team and SSG, because I am one of them really cool, busy indie game developers, I have had to start listening to podcasts at 1.5 times the speed to fit them all into my life. I've discovered that every single bit of chiptune music is better like this. No exceptions. Can you think of other game-related things that are universally more enjoyable at 1.5 times speed? No smut. There might be children listening. P.S. Mario Kart develop, yeah? From Tony. Well, what, what, he's saying he listens to podcasts at one and a half times speed? Yes. Yeah. Not sure why. Didn't follow his logic, but 
to, to, Does that mean we have to speak slow, but let's speak slower and slower so oh. that we're at the same speed when uh, Tony listens Tony. to it? Tony. Thanks. Oh, that's it. Thanks. Yeah, good. I, I mean, I, I don't. It felt a little too slow. Do you think so? Do yeah. Think even at one point five, that's going to be. Just let us know, Tony. Yeah. Uh, are there any other good game things sped up? People like playing games fast. Speed don't ones. They? Speed <laughs> ones. Yeah, of course. Somebody did Zelda in about forty-two minutes. And straight at him. Straight at Ganon with a twig. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> did it. It's good life advice. Isn't it? It's Go straight at him with a twig. (laughs) Whatever whatever your job is. Yeah, we'll see you in Brighton. (laughs) Have we sorted that out yet or not? We haven't. I wrote to Kerry and Andy about this, our Brighton Brighton outpost, and they said we should do it. We're going to do it at the new loading bar, aren't we? When is it? Uh, To develop is in July. When? It's like July 14th. Right. Let's say the 14th. I'll be married by then. Okay. Is that going to affect your ability to yes, organise it? Is it? Yeah. Yes. Are you, you'll be a kept woman, will yeah. you? You won't be allowed to organise <laughs> no. it with the other boys. No. Or I'll be really good at organising events by then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, good. Uh, have you got another letter, Steve? I do. Hi, team and possible SSG. Nope. Well done, Chris no. Conrad. No, it's right yeah, for him to... Possible. Yeah, quite. Asking for questions at short notice. If only you had a backlog of unanswered questions that you could draw on at will. Good point. Hopefully this one hasn't already been covered in the news. Sega's full-year reports include plans for a revival of major IPs as part of their business strategy. What classic Sega products would you like to see revived, and how would you see those products take advantage of today's capabilities? I'd be happy with a straight-up modern HD remake of Space Channel 5, along with some new content, although I think there's also room for an open-world, always-online outrun to scratch that test drive unlimited itch. What do you think? I'm in for Outrun. Uh, you got to get the the old monkey ball back, don't you? Oh, that'd be good. You do, and on your on your Switch. Yeah. Um, I I don't like what mm. they keep doing with Sonic. Hmm. Uh, what do I like? Fantasy Star Online, classic Fantasy Star Online, online on my Switch. That'd be a beautiful okay. fit. Uh, there's there's got to be loads, haven't there? I've I've said I'd be very happy with another Outrun. I was playing, um, I think I mentioned it, yeah, Coast to Coast on the PSP uh, only only a, a couple of months ago. <laughs> Still Brill. Um, anything to add, Anne? No. What was that um, EA game with the helicopter? You're thinking of Desert Strike. Desert Strike, people yes. love that. They did. That'd be a good one to bring back, I think. Okay. That'd do well. I didn't like it. Uh, okay, it was a big Mega Drive hit, wasn't it? It was all isometric. It, it was isometric, bit with the yeah. control pad, I found it. Well, you've years. waited a long time to bring this up. I've just thought of it. Right. Let's go. Sorry. Okay. Let's, when we're next on the EA conference call, financial, <laughs> you'll be able to chip in with that and say, actually, any questions? Yeah, I thought the controls on Desert Strike were, didn't fit the viewpoint. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Chris Stewart writes, smell for the show, dear team and SSG. Thank you for your game recommendations last week. I'm especially excited to play small radios, big televisions, as it looks a bit different to my usual fare. Very interesting. I also spent a few bob on a humble bundle, and I've taken a couple of those games for a spin. I tried Punch Club, but it wasn't for me. But Streets of Rogue is a very promising early access game. Normally, I try and avoid those like the plague, but curiosity got the better of me. I'm also keen to try The Final Station. I sometimes wonder whether the humble bundles are a good or bad thing for developers because on the one hand, it gets a fresh burst of people playing a game, but on the other, they're often so cheap and most of the proceeds go to charity, which is a good cause, but doesn't necessarily put bread on the developer's table. What do you think? Thanks and keep up the good work. Love and kisses. Chris Stewart. It is literally the only way some of those games make money. Um, It's very, very hard to get recognised on the Steam storefront and the humble Bundles, especially in the case of early access games, well, the hope is they draw attention to your game, you shift a lot of copies through them, then your friends see you playing your game on Steam and they buy it too. Um, That's the theory. And it works for some people. Um, I didn't do a story this week, but I was going to do a story this week, but I didn't, uh, about how Steam has changed, how it recommends things and how it's more, uh, it tells you now why it's recommending things and it's showing you more things that your friends have um, and think, you know, similar games that you play. So just purely based on that, showing other people games that friends have Mm -hmm. means, you know, that's obviously going to... Yeah, it's quite extreme. You know that game I talked about at the end of last week's show England yeah. Exchange yeah. Uh, the dating game so oh, I, yeah. I played that this week 
talk about that in the review section. Uh, and now all Steam does, I've played one of those, all Steam's doing is recommending me sexy anime dating games. Hello. You know, what for better and for worse. What can you do? And do you think that the only reason it's recommending you that is because you played one or because it's like... Well, I, also, I also asked it to. Yeah. But, you know, uh, yeah, so Humble is, is definitely difficult for developers. What do you think, Simon? I think it's really good. Mm. I think you have to consider Humble as part of... So, um, there are... They've actually slowed down the, the volume of bundles that they do, um, and it's not it's not easy to play a part in them. Um, there are other bits and bobs that you can do. So the Humble Monthly, I'm a big fan of. I try and leave it every week, every month. So that's the blind box, $12, um, and they unveil the contents of it the first Friday of every month. And uh, every month, I'm like, oh, I've got too many Steam games. I need to just leave... I need to I need to cancel my subscription to the humble monthly bundle, and then they unv- and they unveiled the, the uh, contents. And this month I got this is a police which I've been looking out for. Steve, okay, good um, Undertale which I hadn't had before, so I've got that there. Kids love that. And plus, um, Inside was in there, and one of the dirt games, whatever, mate. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna finish because. The time before last, with the headliner was Witness, which I don't own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stayed on for that and got some other games, and then I'm, I'm going to. Have you played it? No, I'm not yet, but it's in my library. Jonathan Blow listens. I'm, I'm look, very much looking forward to it. <laughs> Good. Uh, you should put it on the Switch. Uh, then I'll, I'll I'll definitely play it. Um, the Switches. And so then I was going to leave again, and they've done another couple of games. But uh, the thing that slightly frustrated me about the Humble Monthly was that. Um, I have a bit of a man crush on Tom Francis, as I think I've made clear. And um, I'm really... So when he when he uh, publishes... Um, what's it called? The top-down space thing he's, he's doing. That mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Heat signature. Um, but there he was making... He, he sort of took time out, like, like Dan Marshall's been doing, uh, taking time out from the main game and messing around with another one. He made an, a puzzle game called Morphblade. I'm like, okay, when that comes out, I'm definitely buying it. It was in Humble <laughs> Monthly, wasn't it? So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you need to consider all of these things. I, I don't... Um, I, think they, I think they can be very good. Um, yeah, I agree. And uh, we... Sh- yeah, I don't... Uh, the, the money split um, can, can, can vary. So uh, I think some developers do very well out of it. Have we got any more letters? Um, we do, but it's just a, a reprint of another one. Is it? Got sent through twice. Oh, did so, it? Well, thanks, thanks for making sure Chris that... Chris Conroy for sending yours through twice. That arrives. Uh, thank you for all of your letters. If you've got any more letters for us, uh, please do send them in. Team at OneLifeLeft.com Shall we have some music to break yeah. up our beautiful voices? Up. Wow, what okay. a way to tell us. <laughs> We're getting married, and we have to get we have to get on with this. Piece of music by Ocean Palace. That's Zero Leaf. We were just doing some admin. What would uh, uh, One Life Left sound like with just you in the studio, Steve? We're, we're, we're just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I think I tried that at the start of the show, didn't I? When I uh, did. forgot how we start. Uh, June the 8th, maybe. Yeah, I was going to be away then, but I might not be now. Okay. It's June good. 8th. Yeah. June 8th. How does that sit in the holiday planner? That sort of ambiguity. I mean, fine, you can easily delete, leave. Mm. Mm-hmm. And also, I have requested it. Okay. So. 
Good. Uh, we're at Nordic next. No, this week. This week. This week. You fly out on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, get there about six pm. Um, and then Thursday, you two arrive. You one arrive. Yes. Just special Jam. guest. Just one. We are subbing Simon out with Jude for a lady. For a little lady. Been some. What are you about to say a little lady? A little lady. <laughs> well, then, then I realised Jude's don't not patronise her. Um, uh, She'd have you. She's really strong, actually. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no. I was just, I was uh, doing mental gymnastics. Let's <laughs> go going because of unex, yeah, circumstances. I was going to say circumstances beyond my control, <laughs> but that's not true. Well, <laughs> who knows? Well, yeah. Well, now. Good. Have a nice time, won't you? Yeah, we will. Good. Rami's not going either. Read into that, that what you will. Did you? I'm not there. And Rami, yeah, I did. And I also, <laughs> and I knew that you would take that personally. I totally did. Rami says, I'm not going, uh, won't be there's, an order game. There's no reason. There's no reason. <laughs> I, I don't see any reason. I don't see any that. reason. Just as he is like, oh, I just finished tapping out my last bits of my talk. <laughs> yeah. oh. What yeah. a subtweet. Oh, it was good. Yeah. How many followers has he got? Well, oh. well, so oh, me well. and Rami will be off. Oh, well, it's going to be brilliant. Nordic is always brilliant. We're going to play cricket out there as well. If you're interested in playing cricket with us, come to Malmo. We'll play cricket on <laughs> cricket on the Friday afternoon. Well, some people will be playing cricket and some will just be on their switches around the side, not really watching. You are getting a switch then? Yeah. I'm going to get it in time so I don't have to watch you. Are you? Oh, no, I was just going to say Tesco have got some in stock at the moment. I do, though. They do. Yeah. What have you been playing, Anne? Uh, I've been a bit lazy with... Actually, I've been very busy with other things. God, so I haven't had much time. Around, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say I've been lazy, and then I was like, I do not feel lazy right now. Uh, so I haven't had much time. So all I've played is a dip back into the Last Guardian yesterday, whilst Ooh. I was quite hungover. Thought, oh, that'll be nice. Let's go back to my old friend Trico. Still very annoying. Very annoying. I sat there for half an hour whilst Matt tried to get Trico to dive. I fell asleep for a little bit, then played a bit, and then went. Just gonna go to bed. Seven out of ten. Good. There you go. That that's me. Simon. Well, I'll rattle them off quickly then. Uh, I finished Lego City Undercover on the Switch. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's great to be able to play that sort of open world game, fun game uh, on the go. Um, I found some some bits were a little bit fiddly, a little bit uh, got a little bit annoyed at one bit when I threw a man off and it didn't register that it. Uh, died and therefore didn't move on and then I had to go back down and then find my way anyway but overall very much enjoyed a very funny game um, friend of the show Graham Goring wrote it oh. I know it's funny how it, again how it all ties it all together very very well plotted good 7 out of 10 um, Mr Shifty uh, very much enjoying that uh, top down a brawler puzzler um, yeah really really good um, I haven't encountered any of the technical issues that some people have uh, been complaining about frame rates uh, you play a shape shifting um, uh, thief I think you're trying to break it you're basically going up a Tall, uh, tall building in order to nick something but you're just doing that by fighting a load of people loads that's good <laughs> 7 out of 10 um, tumble seed what? it's too hard it's just too hard I've been looking at don't but don't don't it's too hard it's ridiculous is it okay it's, and it's yeah it's unfair as well And I've heard that the control system is the thing that people I find difficult to get used to, but when they've mastered that's it, that's not true. That's okay. not. No one's mastered it. Okay. No one's finished it. Right. It's probably only got one level. <laughs> People are just saying, "Oh, it's like the Dark Souls of rolling a seed up a mountain." <laughs> uh, seven out of ten. Mario Kart. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Well, I've been uh, I've I've been surprised about uh, so Mario Kart uh, Eight Deluxe on the Switch uh, came out on uh, April the twenty eighth. Two days into it, there were three days, 28th, 29th, 30th in April. It was the biggest game in April mm. with three-day oh. sales. And um, it's a it's 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 a, it's a port essentially, or a slightly enhanced version of Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, uh, which I played an awful lot of. Um, it has a couple of tweaks. It's uh, you are now Anne able to pick up two items. Really? I, well, yeah. Um, they've got rid of the f- of a technique I didn't know existed for you cheaters. The fire hopping. 
apparently Eurogamer told me about that I was really annoyed that I never knew about it at the time and now I can't do it what is it it's about getting a slight speed advantage by I don't know hopping on fire yeah anyway Um, it's got a couple of new battle modes uh, which reminded me of the uh, Midtown Madness and that sort of thing like if you played um, I haven't Cops touched, and robbers. I haven't touched the battle modes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're all right, and it's um it's not quite as fun as how we used to play on the Xbox. Um, uh, overall, I've mainly been playing it on my own, and I'm not enjoying it on my own. I have to say, I'm playing it just to unlock the coins and the vehicle parts, so that when I do play online or in multiplayer, I'll have more options. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think playing it on my own has exposed how frustrating Mario Kart really is, and it is whilst it can be fun for you for someone sat next. To you to go oh is that you that sent the red shell uh when it just happens with um anonymous cpu drivers it's just really 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 annoying i'm yeah. trying to three star all the 150 well seats. that's the problem yeah. so the problem is the three stars thing and that's when it gets frustrating right because there are times in mario kart where you where victory is out of your control yeah you can dominate a course and i do steve and i'm sure you do for two laps and three quarters and then get hit with a blue shell uh, a spiny shell sorry is the (laughs) correct name blue shell and then another and then a red shell which you can't defend against because you've lost your items or because you just have had the luck of the draw and have only got coins and there are a lot of coins if you're in, in front i i would almost be okay with all of that if there wasn't the spiny shell in there because the spiny shell is unavoidable unless you have the uh, what you call it the horn the air horn yeah. thing um, but it's so rare you get those fundamentally you will roll the dice and as you move through the CC levels uh, the sort of likelihood of you of it's the very, dice very angry Whoa. yeah <laughs> of, the, of the dice meaning you don't get that three star thing uh, you know, and it's on your, on your fourth on race, your fourth yes. race. <laughs> and that means you've got to go you've got to roll the dice three more times again and that's not fun no like it, it isn't and I, I think the game is so accomplished in so many ways beautiful and it's so easy to fix that like you just don't have the spiny shell which I understand the purpose of in multiplayer I 100% do and it's fine you just get rid of that in the in the racing mode in, in a single player yes. mode um, also one other thing uh, have you noticed it doesn't have times in for your laps on, on the single player uh, mode I haven't so uh, in, in the Grand Prix and it doesn't show your final time which I get because there's so much run- rubber banding you know uh, right, it right, might right, feel weird right. that oh this time I came first and I did it in 10 seconds slower yeah, than yeah. I don't care. I want to know that I've won that race by 0.04 seconds or lost it by a quarter of a second. And I especially want to know that in two-player mode. And it's a a huge loss from the Super Nintendo version, you know, which did tell you that. Um, It's disappointing. uh, Some little tips for you, though. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're out first... Um, you are less likely to get well um, it, 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 it spreads out the uh, power ups so if you're at the back you're more likely to get a more offensive one of uh, you'll pick up a, a coin as you mentioned in first don't eat the coin keep it and then you're going to get a defensive power up you're more likely to get mm-hmm. a defensive in your second slot yep. eat the coin off you go good tip um, and there are lots of subtle things like that the little boost bunny hops you do over yeah. things with the tricks you know I played it in the office and I was playing against David Upchurch or, uh, an old friend and colleague of mine and um yeah, he was doing all that all over the place. And then, unfortunately, the uh, switch is disconnected during the middle of the course. Unfortunately. So, so, yeah, it, was, it, it couldn't be logged. We don't know who won, and we don't know. Um, but as I said last week, I, you know, it's a really good game. In multiplayer, it's absolutely brilliant. I, it makes me wish some of those courses were in a racing game. And most of all, that feeling is never stronger than when you play the F-Zero courses. I yes. wish yeah, they yeah, would make yeah. an F-Zero game. And I've said that before, but I will keep saying it until they do. Okay. Your review. <laughs> Seven out of ten. <laughs> what, what have you been playing, Steve? Uh, Sorry, I, I, th- I thought that was it. Sorry, I would have wrapped that up ages ago. Sorry. I've been playing a um, a visual novel on Steam called mm-hmm. England Exchange, in which you play an American student going over to England for a semester. Okay. Uh, you're 18 years old. It's the first Ooh. time you can drink. Uh, and you meet you stay in a hostel which doesn't look like a very English hostel we stayed in a hostel yeah we we did (laughs) (laughs) how many beds do you have (laughs) you have one bed and you see that bed it is a sexy game and there are lots and lots of people you can talk to and try to bed it is not very sophisticated you get very very few choices and the choices you make are pretty obvious 
but it's not a game you're meant to think very, very hard about. It's a game you're meant to identify a person you would like to sleep with and then say, <laughs> then be nice to them, and then you'll get to sleep with them. Is that how life works? Uh, well... <laughs> I feel like you missed one very important stage. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it is not a very sophisticated game, but it is quite a clever one. It very, very targeted at the sort of um, teenage American who buys visual novels and thinks that English people are sexy. Uh, it's, it's, it's fun what if you, you like that sort of thing. Can you name your character? No, your character is a person. Okay. I forgot what mine's called. going to be interested in it. She's get a, a lady. Glimpse, a glimpse into your mind there. Uh, well, perhaps you can get a glimpse into my mind by, by, by understanding that I pursued Peggy. Okay. Who's an environmentalist. <laughs> And she's got a bit of a foul mouth. Of course she does. She is says this a lot of English your, swear words. This is why you bought a heart rate monitor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just needs to check a few things. Right. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I think that it was an interesting visual novel experience, but if I was going for a visual novel, I would recommend Hatful Boyfriend, 7 out of 10. Great. Well, that timed out very well. Didn't it? Yeah. It's almost as if you've done that before. It's almost, almost as if he was watching that clock. Good. Uh, we're hoping to have a very a super, super special guest next week. Hopefully, if things work out, Anne. Royalty. Royalty. <laughs> Video gaming royalty. We're going to need to have a little uh, a little strategy for this as well. Who is it? I'm not going to say just in case it doesn't come off. All right, okay. Okay. Do you tell me after? Uh, I'll tell you, yeah. Okay. Smart and holiday. Uh, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy Nordic Game, won't you? We will, will do. We will. And we will be in touch on social media from there. But until next week, goodbye. See you, bye. See bye. You, bye. 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 <laughs>